Yo, what is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Big Four Podcast. My name is Luke Spring. I'm with the usual Brian, Nick, and Andrew. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm No. <laughs> Hello, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, Andrew's tired. I'm also you didn't say your tri- Yeah, okay, there you go. You didn't say your are <laughs> But, as always, we are your number two source for all things sports. If you know, you know. We got a decent amount of things to talk about. Do we? We have the... We, we do. We do. We do. Drummond is on topics. the trading block. We don't have anything we really care to talk about, but we're going to talk yeah. about it because it's but sports. We're, yeah, we're going to make stuff up because that's what we do. Drummond is on the trading block, so that's something to talk about. There's a little bit of buzz in the Deshaun Watson area. But first... We are going to talk about the trash can of a basketball team called oh, the Boston Celtics. The main Red Claws. What? What? I what? Apo- Nick? I, I need to apologize. Okay. Can I apologize? Okay, I'm gonna apologize. Shit. All right, oh. to our loyal sub ten, uh, less than ten fans, I misled you last podcast. If you listened, I said that Harrison Barnes was on the Mavericks. He is on the Kings. He was on the Mavericks. Oh, no. That's awful. You also said Adam oh. Eaton was on the uh, the Nationals a couple podcasts ago, maybe about a month and a half ago. He's on the White Sox. Why didn't you remember that? What? I don't know. I just did. A couple podcasts ago? No. I, what? Like two months, maybe a month no, and a half. What? Oh, well, I don't. Who cares? Whatever. We this is Harrison me. Barnes, Brian. This is Harrison <laughs> Barnes, not Adam Eaton. It's Harrison no Barnes. No respect I... to Adam Eaton. I still Harrison also friggin' Barnes. I messed up what team Harrison Barnes is on. He's on the Kings. Sorry, Harrison. Sorry, my viewers. He's on the Kings. I'm okay, great. He's on the Warriors. I'm All right. Harrison Barnes is on the Kings and not whoever you said. Hopefully he's going to be a future. I, I, was, I wasn't really paying attention. But yeah, back to the trash can of a basketball team named the Boston Celtics. They are now 500. And the first, <laughs> the <laughs> latest in the season, they've been 500 since... What was it 1617? I saw yesterday. I think it was 1617. But yeah, Dead they're pretty question. bad. They are really bad. They're and we always well, say they've been injured. No. Yeah, they're still so bad. They're so bad. No, and we always say how awesome that the Celtics are at sharing the ball and getting everyone involved when in reality they they suck at it. They're one they are one of the biggest culprits of ISO basketball. They are a bottom three team in assists per game as a team. They don't share the ball at all. And they try to go one on one with everyone with Brown and Tatum and Kemba. They don't share the ball that much. And we always think that they they do and they get a lot of assists. No. They are bottom three team. They're down there with I think it's the Knicks and the Trailblazers. So yeah, that's where the Celtics are right now. Yeah, just to get up, you know, they've been bad, but really bad. They they were, you know, Kemba's pretty bad. Kemba sucks. Hard attack Kemba. He's you know, so I, he's I he, trying he's way so too hard. Yeah, he is. He's you trying really he's hard playing. to get his own. He sees Tatum and Brown scoring 25 plus a game, and he's trying really hard to get his own. And I think he's trying a little bit he's too hard in terms because then there's games where, where he just easily drops 25, and you're like, oh, sweet Kemba. But then yeah. there's games where he's one for fourteen with two points and zero for five from the free throw. And they're line like, "Oh, Kemba!" I was like, "Yeah." And then what happened? They, bud? I and also Terry Rozier out there in Charlotte dropping forty-four I points know. in a game. It's really making me mad. Terry. Yeah, and and Hayward's playing well, but well, that's fine. There's something. I mean, well, Tatum yesterday six points. That's really bad. I don't know. Really bad. There. Wait, what he was he? Yeah, day. yesterday. Yeah, he he had bad. Three for fourteen. And he he's still like, averaging twenty-seven, so it's okay. He he got pulled like in the middle of the game by Brad because he just he uh, it was 
I forgot what the sequence was, but he, I think he turned he it over. Back. Then they got, they got the ball back, but he wasn't running back. And then he turned it over again and just like stood at half court and just stopped like trying basically. <laughs> uh, it so, was so bizarre. That third quarter. Looked I wasn't even watching. Awful. I was watching golf. I had it on my laptop. Yeah, I, I was, I was I, watching golf. Too. I, was, I had it on my I laptop. I was watching golf, but I don't care about socks. It doesn't even matter. I had it on my laptop and like I'd glance over every once in a while. I was like, wow. They went from down five to down ten to down fifteen. And then you're like, oh, George, we hit a down twenty. Oh my God. And then I was like, wow, they're down thirty-four, or whatever. They looked, it got to. they looked really, really bad, and they were down thirty-four. Maybe 24. yeah, they were down. They, no, they were it, down wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. But 26, they maybe? twenty-six might have been the highest. To the Wizards, and then they lost the Pistons by a ton. I mean, so it only ended up being good teams. It was only by six, but still. And the, the issues, the main issues, the first issue is they have stopped moving the ball. I mean, they did a good job of it earlier in the year. That's why they got a bunch of wins. But I feel like since Kemba's back, all three of them want to try to get theirs and they try way too hard to go one on one. But the two blatantly obvious things are the bench scoring. They have zero. They have nothing in the in terms of bench scoring. Yeah, sure. Shemi had a nice game the other night. But other than that. He, true he was a start of that game so they have zero <laughs> bench scoring the, and for in, some and for some reason their defense is like sucked this year they can't defend anyone i feel like they they're de- they are so focused on the offensive end that they have stopped playing defense i mean kemba has never really been a good defender he tries but he's not a good defender because he's too small tatum has is very inconsistent. He can he be a very good defender. Last year, but then he took a step back. He's very year. he's very inconsistent. Brown's Brown. He's that. And again, I get Smart's been out, so that kind of helps them defensively. He holds them together them defensively. He holds them together. They don't have any intensity when Smart's not playing. He's that he holds them together. He's literally the reason people get mad at Smart. If that guy was gone, this team would be a below. They have no sense team. of urgency offensively. He holds them together like nobody's business. They don't get no, a spark. Yeah. He, he oh, exactly. Spark. Just just look at their record while he's been gone. It's that's it's a proven that's a proven fact. Yeah, it's been tough. They went on the West Coast trip and Brown missed two games. They had a game where their only guards were Tremont Waters and the worst basketball player in the league, Jeff Teague. Like they've <laughs> had some tough spots where guys have had a like Waters played thirty minutes. That guy should never play more than three. So no. they've had tough spots to try and win games. They've hung in basically every game. They haven't really been blown out. The only game they got well, blown this out wizard, was, this past this, this Sunday was, was bad. This one, this, this was, was really the only game they've been blown out. The There's next no game. Really There's literally no. Oh. oh, the next that was a while ago. That was Kemba's first game. That was ridiculous. But oh, he gets a in this in this five and ten back. stretch that they're on or whatever crap record they have, they um they really haven't been blown out other than two two times, which Especially is you encouraging. Can... Which is encouraging. It's encouraging, but you could also say it's concerning because we all think that Tatum's the guy, but if he's not getting it done down the stretch and they're five and ten in close games. He's not getting it done down the stretch. He's hit like three buzzer beaters and averaging twenty seven. I don't think it's his fault. He he actually he hit two buzzer beaters and then missed one by five feet, but it actually went in. What? Oh, okay, whatever. That's very true. In the Milwaukee game where he banked. First game of the year. Oh yeah, that one. But sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. They are not moving the ball as much that as they should be, and that's mainly that's not mainly on anyone, but it's on 
the bench guys, but it's also on Tatum bench, Brown and Kemba for getting a, them. It, open. No, I think it's solely on Kemba because Tatum and Brown the last couple of games have each had like six, seven, eight, nine, even ten assists. They've been moving the ball, I think, fairly well, just because I, it might be easier for them because they draw two guys pretty much all mm-hmm. the time. So it's easier for them. But Kemba is just well, such a actually bum. the last two games Brown hasn't had an assist. And the really? Pistons, in the Pistons and Wizards well, I, loss, I he T- did. Tatum's been close to triple doubles the last two games. Tatum has. Uh, He's gotten better at it. But Brown so has had Tatum... zero assists in the last two games, which I think <laughs> needs to change. You yeah, said Kemba weird. is such a well, bum. <laughs> Kemba's terrible. Kemba, I love Kemba, but he's just a uh, love hate relationship, Brian. He is who he is. I he's knew pretty... I knew this when they got him. He's never been a con- uh, 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 an efficient shooter. The only reason he averaged twenty five a game in Charlotte was because he took fifty shots a game because he was the only I one also, who could t- shoot if on I may, that team. I also think that a lot of the time. Um, Kemba with Kemba's jump shot, it's either thirty-five points or thirty-five points on like twelve or fifteen yeah, shooting. Well he tries to take double teams against two big men. It's either thirty-five points on twelve or fifteen shooting, or it's like eight points on twelve on three of fifteen shooting. Like it's it's either or with that guy. Yeah, they're not a good shooting team. They they get very cold because it's a lot of they love this one play where they have especially when the two bigs are in Thompson and Tice they have Kemba at the top and and they don't normally run this when Tatum's in because Tatum they don't want to waste Tatum so they put like Shemi and um, let's say Brown in the both corners and they do like a double screen at the top for Kemba where Kemba either gets a switch or it's like a screen and roll but the entire time that's happening the two guys in the corner just stand there the entire time they do that a ton with Shemi uh, Carson does that a ton. Grant. Grant does that a lot. They just sit in the corner and wait for threes. They don't move anywhere on offense. It's literally run to the corner, stand there until you get the ball. And, and, got, that's it. and I assume on so that play, Kemba's got an option. Out. Dump to the corner, take it himself. Thompson or well, Tice he starts on one side. It's a double screen across, yeah. and then if there's does no Tice switch kick there, out in the three point territory, and then Thompson, yeah, there's no, Thompson rolls. Tice is like our best, our best three point shooter. He comes to the top. top is that the whole last play? Play. There's a double screen, and then Thompson rolls. Kemba goes with it. Two guys in the corner, and Tice. No, no, it's a double territory. screen. If they don't, the double screen is really useless because it, the double screen anyone could go under it. Kemba really looks like looks for if someone's going underneath both screens, he can just stop and shoot. Or if they're going over, I don't know what he does. But they they come it's off little. the double screens, and then he goes to the wing. And if there nothing happens with the double screen, which ninety five percent of the time nothing does happen, they just bring the closest big and do a pick and roll. That's it. That would that's the play that they run. And then Kemba either drives and kicks, or they or should run if, that pick and roll more often. Where where. Tice has a little moving screen. That's what the NBA is. It's just picking rolls and getting switches for mismatches. That's all the NBA is. is. They should do that play. Mobson, that works when Tice Tice gets over that little moving screen, the paint. Yeah, but I don't want want Tice shooting 12 threes a game. That's not... an easy layup. No, no, no. The one where Tice does that thing in the paint where he holds off of the... It's the, the seal. The tight the seal. Oh, the seal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. moving screen thing. Yeah, but they have to actually get open to get the ball. There, That's the other thing. Their turnovers have gotten... Oh, like they, really they sloppy. Grip, they just their handle. Really, the, it's in even, the third quarter there was okay. Let me let me attest the turnovers thing. Every team goes through that stretch through that stretch of games where they just turn the ball over. No, un, but with the combination, like, it happens to the Lakers. The Clippers went through a really bad stretch for like three weeks last year. 
Um, the heat was in at the start of the year. Now they're like, now they're playing really good, solid basketball. I mean, it happens with every. It's I don't know why that can happen, this, but right? every that team, can happen. every team go. The sellers probably went through it last year too. Every team goes to that stretch where they turn over like fifteen times, 15, 16, 17 times a game for like five games, and then they stop. That's but that it's can just, happen, they right? Just add, they just go out. They just add it. It's usually it's usually when a guy gets injured, they they get out of sync. The rotations are out of sync. The, the plays are out of sync. Guys are tired. It's on the end of a road trip. Like it's a lot of stuff are. And that can happen, but it can't happen with the combination of not getting back on defense and not playing defense in the first place and uh, not sharing the ball and getting assists and going one-on-one. Like, the combination of the turnovers and the really bad turnovers, like, there was a stretch in that third quarter where I think they had five straight possessions with a turnover, and some of them were bad. Like, Tatum dribbling it up nonchalant at at half court, getting back-tapped, and then uh, Kemba trying to do, like, an underhand shovel pass to Jalen Brown where Jalen Brown had to try to get to it, and it was an offensive foul. Like, really bad, sloppy turnovers combined with the fact that they're not getting back on defense and they're not sharing the ball. It's getting very sticky and stagnant. That is a bad place that they're at right now, and they need to figure it out hopefully they can apt. figure out when smart gets back apt analysis luke thank you thank you but yeah that analysis. that's all i have for the celtics um oh another quick thing rumored around the nbc sports boston area so i don't know how realistic the rumors are um but they keep on mentioning jeremy grant as a trade target for the t the the um, trade exception there. and I said I talked to you about this today, Nick. I don't think it's very useful to go to after that. someone. Of Jeremy Grant's good. He's having a really, really good season, but he's just another like watered down Tatum. He doesn't play defense. He can score, but they don't need another one of those guys. They don't need he's not, another he's not ISO even, scorer. He's a good scorer, but he's not that good of an ISO scorer. He's really they good. Need the rebounding. Role. They need he's rebounding really good rebounder. Defense. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a pretty good rebounder. Defense. He's yeah. pretty good in the pick. Well, he's really good. In the, he's really good in the pick and roll. But he's not gonna. He doesn't. He, doesn't he won't provide enough rebounding to help the Celtics win. And no. you know they already got Tatum, who's good in the pick and roll. Like they don't. There's no need. He's just a Tatum that can't play defense and just a bit taller. I think. I don't even know how tall. Yes. Maybe I don't think he might be. I don't they think he's need Tatum. either a He's just guard. skinny. He gets bodied. He can't. He can't. I don't know who that would. He be has either. no post play. Tatum has post play. Grant. Grant skinny. He, he's a he's a twig. He he can't. He's a shooting guard. He can't play in the post. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He's a shooting guard, and Tatum's a four. That makes sense. Grant's not a shooting guard. He kind of plays like a shooting guard. No, but he's six nine. He plays the four. He plays the three in Detroit, and he played the four in Denver when Melsap came out off the bench. And then he played the three against the Lakers in the playoffs because they couldn't compete with the Lakers' height, so we had to play the three. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's fine, but he doesn't solve any problem that the Celtics are having. Like, no, he doesn't. Just all. if you look at this guy's oh, career, he's boring. They need we're playing on a bad team. He's only averages twelve points at best. So no, he's not the solve. I don't know who it would be. They need either a guard. Let's get to that level. That's on. Yesh- this is all part of yesterday's yield. Let's get to it later. Yeah, we'll get to it later. But one person who I think they actually, I'm gonna re- hold on to that thought. Hold on, to that thought. That's part of. Uh, is it about Drummond? Yes. 
Okay, Nick fine. Kind of, it, we'll, it just hold on to it. We'll eliminate Drummond, but I think the Celtics should go after him. But unfortunately, the trade exception is 500k short of his salary, so they would have to throw in someone That's else. Who salary? Drummond. Drummond. He he's making much? 29. Oh, that he's making that good. He's he's the best worst player in the league. He's not. He's not that. He's not the best. I, what? He's he's, he's the best. He's bad not that good. He's not gonna. He's not good enough for his contract, but he's not bad enough for teams to want to pass on him. Like he's in a terrible situation with his contract because he's a good player, but he's not twenty nine million dollars worth. Like, what? No. Regardless, and it doesn't matter. Uh, fine, we'll save that for Nick. Uh, one other thing that I saw today. This is the NFL. I saw a very interesting thing between Deshaun Watson. And the Cowboys saying that there could be a potential Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott swap, as in a trade for a trade to get well, Deshaun Andrew. Watson out. Andrew showed me a stat the other day that uh, Shefty was predicting eighteen quarterbacks could be changing teams, which could be. Uh, really? I wouldn't be surprised. Russ is gone. Yeah. Deshaun. Chef, gone. Chef, Schefter took the. Schefter was on. Gone. I don't know. He might have been on NFL Network or something, but he Garoppolo said probably. that if you placed an over under on the amount of quarterback switching teams he he'd say over i guess it wasn't 18 but it was like nine transactions or something like that or like it was it, no it was just 18 quarterbacks oh, whether, it was, quarterback, whether it was he would see your trades let's go it was through. take the over which is ridiculous. let's go through it so it's already stafford and goff mm-hmm. deshaun go through it it's 18 Wentz, quarterbacks jimmy g probably you could say um, Nick. Fo- you could say Nick Foles if does, does um, Brees Carson, if Carson Wentz goes <laughs> yeah. to Chicago. Does Brees count? Are we does like would, would Brees leaving New Orleans count? Um, no. That's a quarterback retirement. Change. Retirement would be change. Uh, Minshew. Well, Minshew. Yeah. He's gonna be out of a job. Newton. Yeah, Newton. Um, um, honestly, it's Arnold or Tua, depending what happens. Rivers. Yeah. 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 Wait, the Rivers retire. Yeah, yes. he retired. Oh, yep. so that so, one before counting rivers and whoever's it, going on. Honestly, it would just be easier to, to figure out who's actually going to stay with gonna their stay. team. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. we got I mean, Rodgers, Rodgers, Brady. Brady. Oh, Bridgewater <laughs> would probably switch teams. I went to probably see Bridgewater Who? get traded. Teddy Bridgewater. Oh. They go He's one year left on his contract. They're going to draft a guy and play Bridgewater. Mahomes, Josh Allen. Herbert, Burrow, Herbert, Tua. Burrow. Not Tua's maybe not, not Tua. Tua. Tua's not safe. Um, who else? Tua's not safe. Well, I Kyler, heard that they're safe. With, I heard they're stick with Tua. Well, they could Ryan Tannehill. Deshaun. Tannehill safe. Regardless, yeah. there's gonna be a lot of quarterback movement. There's already been a ton of co- new coaches, head coaches in the NFL. So there's gonna be a ton more uh, quarterback swap so i don't know going back to the dak prescott deshaun watson thing i don't really know what to think about it because i only saw it today so i haven't really had a time to digest it but i really thumbs down thumbs down down i think it's i think it's intriguing and i think it's very interesting i mean it's good for dallas but if i'm dak prescott well, if well yeah, it sucks. It sucks for yeah, Dak Prescott because you go to a I new really, team with don't have a game, don't have an I honestly line. think, I honestly think that it works out for both teams because they're kind of the same. I would say Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson is on a, t- a tier higher, but overall they're both very, very good young quarterbacks. So oh, the, the Texans, gotcha. what? I yeah. thought you were saying the teams are the same, and I was like, no, 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 no. no. I'm saying no, the quarterbacks, no, quarterbacks are the same. You quarterbacks you are very, that. very similar, yeah. and uh, I think that the Cowboys get a 
uptick in quarterback, which I still feel so bad for Dak. He needs to get paid, but if he gets traded, who knows what's going to happen. But if you're the Cowboys, you get Deshaun Watson. He's under contract for a lot of years and on, I don't know what the deal is exactly, but it's, it's a fine deal. Cause it's just Deshaun freaking Watson. So you get Deshaun Watson, the better quarterback. And then the Texans, they downgrade in quarterback, but who really knows if it's a they downgrade because like Dak was having an MVP season before he went down. So who knows? He, he could even be better than Deshaun Watson, but right now I'll say he's a little bit less. So they get a slight downgrading quarterback. Um, I think they're also both around the same age too. They so they're to both super Dak young. Two to trade him. Yes. Uh, uh, well, the same yeah. Th- so he. Yeah, well, you can't trade a guy that you don't have yeah, on a contract. Okay. So they have to. Well, they could also franchise. They could franchise. Well, can you? If they trade if they would. Tag? First off, if they were to franchise tag him, that would be stupid because then, if he doesn't get franchise tagged and he hates it there, then he could just walk after one year. Also, if they so franchise tag Dak, they're paying him as much as whoever the highest paid quarterback in the league is right now. Mahomes? Is it Mahomes? Mahomes yeah. would be getting what? Yeah. 50, 50. It, 50. So, so paying basically, Dak, so Dak would be getting 50 yeah. million a year. Yeah. That's, for that one year. Yeah. And then Texas, so Houston have to absorb that 50 million, which I mean, it's fine for Houston because they don't have Watt anymore. And they'd be getting, they, well, they weren't paying Watson. Yeah. Were they paying Watson a considerable amount before? Watson no? is like four a for one fifty. Yeah, oh, so he's so... almost a forty million dollar quarter. Okay, year quarter so round. they just they just, I so Houston could afford it, but if you franchise, yeah, yeah, Houston, but... it's not ideal though. Everyone, no. everyone wins. A year and then he could walk easily after that. After but in my year. opinion, if so, if if Dallas does uh, give Dak a, a good sized deal just to trade him then I feel like everyone except for Deshaun, or not Deshaun, everyone except for Dak wins in the trade because then the Cowboys get the better quarterback. But then as I was saying, the Texans, they get a basically Deshaun Watson, but he is just a tick below, but he could also be Deshaun Watson and be an elite quarterback. Plus he's super young, so you can have him for 10 to 12 years. You just have to make sure that he doesn't hate it there and also request a trade because that would also suck. But if they, if, if the, if Dak likes it there, I mean, they have to do, in my opinion, they have to really, this is a really important year, especially if they are going to go after Dak, if they go after Dak, then they have to make sure they make the right selections in the draft to make him happy and stay. And that's really all it comes down to. Cause if you draft a bunch of, I say they go after offense, even if that isn't their primary focus, you go after offense, make Dak happy, make him want to stay. And then in the next coming years, you can build up your defense and continue mm-hmm. to build that up. If you just start off drafting defense and no weapons for Dak, he's not going to want to like it there and he's not going to want to be there. And he might request a trade and then you're out to, elite quarterbacks so i think if they want to trade for him they have to go offense heavy in this draft which i think is fine too because this draft has a lot of really good offensive weapons and then you build up the defense after you know that Dak wants to be there for the long haul yeah and also i feel like because of Dak's injury it's it's he's gonna be back he's gonna be good but i guess you can still count it as a question of whether he can really get back to his normal self, right. but I don't see any reason why he can't. But like you said, Deshaun Watson is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. So you could also within that trade, ask for a pick and use that yeah. towards strengthening the offense. And then, like you said, I think that's a perfect idea of getting the offense like as 
catering Dak Prescott to what he needs and then building up the defense, that's going to make him want to stay. So I mm-hmm. think that I just, I don't know. I just always thought just from the beginning, it's weird. I just thought that he was really going to go to Miami just because I thought Houston would really be attracted to Miami just because they have their pick. Yeah. They have a young quarterback, but um, and like a couple days ago, I said that uh, I heard that um, that Miami is committed to Tua, but I heard today that there could be ch- talks about Dak still going to Miami. It's just a whole. It's it's all just so up in the air right now. Yeah, there's no way. I have no. And then there's talks about Houston just not just not even trading, trading him. Exactly. I, I don't. I don't. Know. I, it's I just pers- a mess. I personally, personally, can't really see this trade happening. Obviously, it's a it's a stretch, anyways. Um, it is. Yeah, it's just a I hypothetical. Feel like the fact yeah. that um, Houston they just released their you know all pro defensive tackle JJ Watt. Um, obviously, now Watson's going to request a trade. You know, they had a new change. They had a change in the head coaching position. It just seems like they're kind of entering this somewhat. They, they, they could use this Watson to, Watson to their advantage. They could use Watson to enter a rebuilding mode where they trade Watson, they get a ton of picks, and they just rebuild from there, complete rebuild. Because, you know. Just sad for them. You know, frankly, I. D-Hop, I you had a top five quarterback. You yeah, they were up 24 nothing, about to go to the defense, AFC. Or, like, no, to the Super Bowl. Right. No, AFC no. Championship. Yeah, no. AFC Championship because the Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So AFC Championship, yeah. Well, I, I, I think, yeah, it, it would be really tough for Houston. It would be really tough for Houston. But it just it just makes more sense for me to, to go into a rebuild. You know, Watson is going to be worth a lot. You, you don't swap him. You get his weight in gold, i.e. draft picks, and you just expand through the draft and you enter rebuilding stage and hopefully you catch a couple of uh, stars in the draft. Maybe they, they're going to have a high pick this year and maybe end up winding up you know, making this trip a free draft. Get a couple more picks for the upcoming. So year. get a quarterback. They already have it. The re- I wouldn't. I Hooks. wouldn't bank on their draft skills, considering they. That's got, what I'm. Uh, so that's why I understand that. But you have a lot. You, they hired a new GM too. They hired yeah. a new G. Yeah, hired a new Nick Casario. Yeah, but they, it's a new GM. You never know. I mean, I just, yeah, I just. Who did the drafting? Basically, for the Patriots, that guy don't know what he's doing. Base. I just. I think <laughs> that it just everything is just setting up for them to trade Watson. For a lot of draft picks, new GM, new head coach, trading franchise quarterback. I um, think that that's why you're at least releasing your best defensive player. I just I think this is all set up for them to rebuild, you know, get guys to the draft and move on. So rebuild. I think that in terms of their rebuild, if they really want to do that, then why not start with Dak Prescott? He's young enough and he's proven that he's a really good quarterback in the NFL. They have to bank on, they have to bank on getting a high draft pick and hope that one of the uh, top quarterback recruits in whatever class that they decide to go all in on is going to be something. And then that takes a few years to develop him. I mean, unless he's like, I don't know. Insane right out of college, but regardless, Dak Prescott is young enough where he still has probably at least a decade of good football left in him, and he's already proven himself. Like, look at teams like the Jets, and uh, I don't know. Well, the Jets are the the the, or maybe even Miami, but Miami they have Fitzpatrick, whatever teams that draft quarterbacks in like the early rounds, early first rounds. 
that that doesn't necessarily mean that that quarterback's going to be good. Look at Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen was a top five pick, and now he's I don't even know where. Oh, he, he was is tenth. Right I thought tenth. Ten, whatever. Oh. He was a, he, he was a top ten. To the pick. Cardinals now he's in the Bucks. I think you got to whatever. No, he got released he's, from he's the Bucks. He, he got, got signed by like oh, that's tough. I don't even know who he got signed by. Doesn't matter. I would rather take I would rather take the safe bet and take Dak Prescott, who is maybe three or four years older than whoever. No, you're I agree. Draft, I agree. And who's still develop or not still developing has proven himself to be a good quarterback. Then take a chance on a quarterback recruit or a college player who may or may not be what Dak is right now. No, I, I agree. I fully agree with that. I would. I so I think they will rebuild realistically. I think it just it's just set up for that. It, the stages they've gone through, new GM, new coach, came around their defensive lineman, just seems like they're maybe, you know, just setting up for a rebuild. That's what it seems like. What I think they should do, yeah, obviously, you know, getting Dak, especially now that I think of it even more, and now you explain it more, and Andrew explained it, and Brian did some explaining. I think, you know, making, you know, getting Dak would make sense. He'd skip that whole process of trying to find a new quarterback. He wouldn't um, resign. Dak's already got Fuller. He's already got. Cooks and Fuller the at the receiver position. It's not you know, you know, barf in your mouth, disgusting like the Patriots have. So mm-hmm. I'll take that. I mean, the offensive line could use some work, but then they could just use their draft picks and get some defense. I totally get it. And maybe they can even get a first round pick in there in that Dak Prescott trade. Maybe yeah, get Prescott in the first rounder. They could use Prescott's injury history and the fact that maybe he's a tear down from Watson to their advantage and to try and go get another first-round pick that Dallas has still have a high pick this year, so they get Watson this year's pick, plus they get Dak Prescott this year's pick and only get, and give up the guy that wants to leave. So, you know, they might end up having two top 15 picks, two top maybe oh, top 10 picks. They might have two – oh, wait, no. Where the pick is, Houston's pick. pick is in Miami, right? Yeah. 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 So they'll have one top 10 pick. We'll get that pick back. They could probably draft maybe get a defensive lineman, um, get a linebacker. It was a really good linebacker. I, there's probably a really good linebacker, defensive – and or someone on the top 10 board right now. Someone from Alabama. There was that one guy at Penn State Parsons, but then they found out about his like crazy history and now he's dropping in the draft because no one wants him because he's kind of a nut job. But um, the there's got to be some defensive guy they can draft up there to both of the defense, even the slightest bit, user second round picks on defense. I mean, this could absolutely work. I totally agree with it. And, you know, the David Johnson is not the worst running back in the league. He had a great couple of years in Arizona. I'm just saying, no, he's well. I'd take David Johnson and the Patriots in a heartbeat. I'd take any I wouldn't. Patriots. I really I wouldn't. I don't, I don't want that guy over any running back on our team. Literally not one of them. Well, you wouldn't, but I would. Different chance. He's different not opinions. that good. He's not that good. He's fine. His stats aren't good. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. He's fine. He's a fine running back. They have somewhat of a run game, an average run game at best. Um. I just, I just, you know, this could work. It could work if they get Dak, but you know, you got to do some serious convincing, and you got to hope that Jerry Jones is, you know, thinking I don't really want to pay Dak anyways. This might be a, a win-win. Yeah. Long story short, you just have to make Dak want to stay there. That's basically what it is. That that's the that's the only drawback of trading for him is if you trade for him, will he want to stay? And I don't know the answer to that question because Houston is looking like one of the worst destinations possible for an NFL player right now. So I don't know. It's yeah. going to be tough. So Nick, what do you got for us? Yeah, it's right, boys. It's time for another segment. It's been a little while since we've done Yeesh, Yeesh or Yield presented by nobody. Did you so put you the glasses somebody. on specifically for it? No, I had him on our own podcast too. I just oh, you did. I guess I was put him on. I guess for the show. All right, go maybe, ahead. Maybe. Um, if but anyways, if you know somebody that would love to be a sponsor for Yeshi or Yield or a podcast, just let us know. 
please. Please, we're begging you. All right, number one, what are we going to go in? Andrew, Brian, Luke, that's the way I see it on my sure. panel here. Sure, sure, sure. So we'll start with that. Uh, Q start, we're going to do some basketball. Then we're going to go down to college hoops. Then we're going to go back up to the pro hoops. Does that sound good? Uh, Andrew, number one, yay sheet or yield. AD went down with, an, with some kind of calf injury the other night. He'll be out two to three weeks, be reevaluated. Re- Is LA in trouble? Um, I'm going to say yes. Um, Yeesh. I mean, even though even though LeBron, they still have a, they still have a good, they're still pretty good with just LeBron on the court. But I mean, when you're playing teams like, especially the Jazz, when you got somebody like Rudy Gobert, they play the Jazz in this nine game stretch. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that's going to be a huge loss. Um, I mean, who knows? Anthony Davis says he's a he's a little uh, fragile this year, so. Who knows He's if? Soft. Who knows soft if? Soft as a cookie. Yeah. So who Dude, knows the if the two to the three weeks last... is is actually? Well, finish, yeah. Who knows if the two to three weeks is is it for AD? I mean, it could be more, just because it's AD. I don't know. He seems kind of. Oh, my knee hurts. I must you would, rest. You you would know better than me, Nick. Maybe I don't know. How many times did he go down crying in the uh, finals, rolling around like he got shot? At least three. Time and a half, every, at least game. three, and then he'd be back after the timeout. Exactly. <laughs> he just, he just but, um, ankle. He's got, I think he's he does not play the rest ankle. of this regular season. I think they, you should just wait to the playoffs because your seed does not matter one bit. You're going to make the playoffs. You should just wait to the playoffs. Boy, have you lost your mind? What? He, if he goes and plays one more game, he will tear his Achilles, and then he'll be out for two seasons. I think you should wait to the playoffs. You're going right. to make the playoffs. Who cares what seed you have? Because you'll probably just do well anyways. I'm just going to forget Brian even uttered that blasphemy because no, I, I've seen that all over today. He said sit for the rest of the regular season. Luke? I've seen that all over today. Shut up. Uh, I'm going to say I'm not going to overreact. Um, if he comes back in the uh, if he comes back, then that I think they'll be fine. Uh, I think the timetable is just after the All Star break, which should be enough time. Um, be reevaluated to begin the All Star break. To be okay. So if and if they say that he's fine, it's fine. If he's not, however, then I might start to panic a little right. bit because I realistically, like Brian said, the the seed doesn't matter. I really also don't. I I also agree that the seed doesn't matter. Only for the simple fact that the easiest part of the schedule. By the way, I'm about to add that in. they've already played the easiest yeah, part of the schedule. Yeah, but also I also don't think their seed matters because if they don't have a ad they're not going to win the finals they can't beat denver yeah, exactly. or the utah or utah or any of those teams so it, again i agree with brian so um but if it's just for this nine game stretch i think they're all right because I, they have minnesota tomorrow um and then yeah. they play teams like also, washington what, 21 the and 7 you yeah, can yeah, afford yeah. a five and four you're gonna be yeah fine. they'll 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 go nobody's they'll catching go, utah because utah's gonna win like 60 games i see six i see six wins in these last nine maybe seven if they can pull one off against brooklyn phoenix or utah but uh, the other games should be wins uh with washington trailblazers kings warriors heat and timberwolves i think they'll win those games and then maybe one out of the heat or, or sorry one out of the nets jazz sun so uh, if it's just for this nine game stretch i think they'll be fine i don't think they have anything to worry about they're 21 7 this year um, he's going to be out for nine games. Now, in the nine-game stretch, I do play Brooklyn, Utah, Portland, Golden State, Phoenix. Those are the notable games. I do play Miami, but Miami's, Miami's terrible. Um, they got Minnesota, Washington in there. That might be a, a little of a no, – that might be a tester in Sacramento. That most, they, Sacramento always plays LA good. It's weird. Um, but you know what? 
It's nine games. If they go 0-9, they're still going to be a top five seed in the Western Conference. Even if they go 0-9, it'll be 21-16. That's the point, then he shouldn't play the rest of the regular season. No, he's going to play He's going to play at some point in the regular season because so now – tears Achilles and miss two seasons? Oh, my God. Dr. Brian O'Donnell for you, folks. I seriously don't he's think he's going to tear his Achilles. He's going to be fine. Close. They're going to reevaluate him. He probably won't play any back-to-backs. That's what he'll do for the rest of the regular season. He'll, play about, he'll do a lot of low management. He'll just put down the Achilles again every single time. He won't play any back-to-backs. They'll manage that. Mance will be down, but he'll play. They need that defensively. He needs to get Vogel. Need, they no preseason. Vogel's still – this this jackass doesn't even figure out the rotations yet. They need AD in there. They need him They need, just to figure out the first half rotations, then take him out. But, you know, I just – I don't think they're in much trouble. Nine games. Just It's nine games. Nine games. That's it. I don't Probably think they have anything that. to worry about. Uh, Reevaluate two. means – that he's not going to come right back right away. Reevaluate means okay, probably another two or three weeks. That's usually what reevaluate means. Moving on like to college basketball. Games. So he'll um, probably miss a month or two. Okay, great. Moving on. No one cares. Um, is there a, I mean, come on. Gonzaga's unreal right now. Is there a team in the tournament, Andrew Keane, that is any equipped to beat him at all, ever? Um. So regular season, definitely not in the tournament. I would say maybe Baylor, maybe mm, probably still probably not Michigan. Um, but I mean, you also have to consider that. I mean, March Madness, anything could happen. It's only one game, right. uh, and then you got to also take in the circumstances right now. I mean, you're playing in a pandemic; anything can happen. Right. So. I mean, but if they are healthy throughout and they are able to play the way that they're playing throughout the rest of the year, I say maybe Baylor, but it's going to be super tough. This team is ridiculous. Brian, what do you got for us? Baylor would be in the championship game. Michigan would be in the final four. Um, The two seed they would play would be the worst two seed. Um, so that would be, be the Michigan. eight. No, the, no, Michigan the would be the other one. Would that would be, be the eight seed right now. So yeah. that's what, like Ohio, Ohio State could even be one. Who's like Ohio State's like four right now? Yeah, they're four, so they could be the other one seed. But I doubt two Big Ten teams are going to be able. No, uh, they'll top, drop down uh, to a two seed. just because. So of the the, of the, the worst two seed is going to be what Villanova, maybe, probably at the end of the because they'll win the Big East. Right. So yeah. they'll have some tough games. They'll have well every game. March Madness uh, is tough. They're playing the best teams. In the every country. game's well. They're they're run to every the game sweet, is sweet. Every run to the past sweet sixteen. The run to the elite eight should be pretty easy because they got all the the worst. Why don't you start playing the actual ranked teams in the country? But, um, they still pass the sweet sixteen. No, no, no. Nobody can beat them. <laughs> no. Wise words. My Ooh. turn. Ayo. Okay. Uh I agree. Well, there's they're not losing a single regular season game because their conference is terrible, so they're going to exactly. steamroll through that. Um, and then March Madness, it's really hard to predict because anyone can beat anyone, really. I mean, the team of all teams um, in Duke last year with or two years ago now. Wow, two years ago. Jeez. With Zion, so with Zion, RJ, and Cam yeah. Reddish, uh, they lost in the Elite Eight. You know, that team they was just instant for their way. Um, they should have lost to Taco in the in the round of thirty two, yeah, but they did. RJ Barrett, RJ Barrett uh, sucks. So anything sucks. can happen, but the team that's most equipped to this day, 
I honestly think it's Baylor and not just because they are also undefeated and, uh, and are, um, 17 and 0 and the two seed or not the two seed or not. They are a one seed that ranked second in the country. It's because, uh, Gonzaga puts up a ridiculous amount of points every game. And Baylor is one of the best defensive teams in the league. They've had, they had two all defensive players last year in from the, uh, from the big 10. And both of them were guards and Gonzaga is really good at shooting the three with Timmy Kispert and Suggs. They just chuck threes and make them all the time. Cause they're, percentages are ridiculous so to have two all defensive players from the big 12 which is a pretty big a pretty good conference um and they're both guards i think that really helps and then jared butler is just amazing this year he's 17 and five assists with three boards um as a guard which is pretty good um but it's really their defense i think their defense is the best equipped to slow down gonzaga um especially when it comes to tournament time when Gonzaga is going to rely on the three a lot. So I think I, I, I think it would be a good game. I don't really know um, that much to say who I think would win if they were to meet. Uh, but I think that Baylor out of all the other teams are the best equipped to beat them. I don't think there's a team equipped to beat Gonzaga in a perfect world, but it's not a perfect world. And Gonzaga is a three-point shooting team. And what they do best, they shoot threes, and they control the glass. And those are two great things to have. You can control the glass, and you can shoot threes a lot. You can a lot of times get second-chance points, which is what Gonzaga does a ton. I think if Gonzaga gets far, Gonzaga will get far enough in the bracket where they will play a team. And what's, what happens with three-point shooting teams is every time they're going to catch some point, some game, they're going to they're gonna catch a cold spell. And what better place to do it in March Madness? And I think if they can catch a team on the wrong night and and they cannot find a way to control the glass, I think it's dangerous. I think that would be a dangerous combination for Gonzaga, not being able to control the glass and not being able to hit three. So I don't think there's a team in a perfect world equipped to beat Gonzaga, but I think there's a very good chance Gonzaga could lose at some point before even reaching the final four. If they catch the right team on the wrong if they catch the right team on the wrong night and can't and can't figure out how to control the glass, I think that's a very bad combination to have, especially in March Madness. I don't even think Gonzaga has to play their best to win. They're just ridiculous. Right. Now that, to yeah. get to get to the final four, they don't have to play their best. No, they don't. They don't. Which is which is insane. Mm-hmm. That's how good they are. All right, back to the NBA, and this is a topic that might take about an hour because it's about the Boston Celtics. And these three love to talk Celtics basketball, which is fine. Sports podcast. But who cares? Because you know what? The Celtics have a $28.5 million trade exception. Andrew Kane, who should they use that trade exception on to help make a turnaround from their disgusting 13-13 and record? Um, we were talking about this earlier. Um, and I paused it mid, mid-conversation for this Yeah, reason. I still think they should go after Andre Drummond. They need rebounds so bad. Um, I mean, also their, their, their interior defense kind of sucks. Um, I would say, yeah, I would probably go with Drummond just because of his rebounding ability. They just, I mean, Tice is just too short and Tristan Thompson just flat out sucks. So I'll just go, I'll go with, uh, with Andre Drummond. Let's hear it. GM Brian O'Donnell. What do you got for us? Uh, Drummond be the last person I want because I think they make he makes them worse because he doesn't help the way they play basketball because he can't run, he can't shoot, and he only plays down low. He's the best bad player in the league. I think they need a big man 
who can do the things I just said. And that's Blake, say Blake Griffin. Nikola Vucevic. Oh. Averages 24 points, gets 12 rebounds a game, four assists, can shoot the three, can shoot the mid-range, plays down Does low. Does he fit their exception? Probably. His contract? Or do they have to give yeah, up? I imagine uh, it's more than Drummond. That's to give up a lot to get him. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it'd be that much. And, yeah, I think he's the kind of guy they need because Drummond's overpaid and literally the best bad player in the league. I don't think he's that good. Hey, Luke. Lucevich um, is, by the way, making $25 million a year. Okay, so yeah, he does fit into that. Uh, it's so hard for $100 million. to It's so hard to figure out because there are not really a lot of players. You have to that, find teams that so Orlando fits that. Cleveland yeah. fits that. So I can tell you some guys I don't want are Aaron Gordon. I don't want yep. that that to be wasted. And I also don't want JJ Redick. Not that those guys aren't good oh, players. It's no. just Ugh. it's just not well, those are two names that have been well, thrown around. For Kemba. Well, well, okay. There was but the whole <laughs> JJ Redick thing, Danny Ainge said no. Like, yeah, he that said was no. there were talks about it, but it was never actually gonna happen. So that's that's settling because I, I don't, don't think want... they would ask for Kemba actually. They don't need a guard. They do. No, no they point don't. guard. Markel Fultz. Anyways. Just a broken um, shoulder. And then the I don't think more recent not. one, I mean, it's really only been and talked Cole about. Anthony? By... Yeah, they have Cole Anthony. They too. just drafted him. They're not going to want Kemba. Cole Anthony they... and Markel Fultz, like, backcourt of the century. Team, a team like that wants to develop. They're not trying to get Kemba in there to take minutes away from their guys they're trying to develop. That's pointless. The whole yeah. point of getting so, rid of Vucevic. I think so. I think I like. I know Brian doesn't, but I like Drummond. I feel like he would be what they need. They need a defensive presence in the paint and someone who can rebound the ball. Like he's a 15 and 15 guy. I think that would work really well. Um, Spacing would be somewhat of an issue, but I think Mm -hmm. I think it. That's the only thing. But I also keep seeing this thing that they can't trade for him. He's only uh, half a million dollars on over their trade exception so then everyone keeps saying that they'd have to move smart which i still don't understand why they would have to move that big of a contract just to fit five hundred thousand dollars in the trade exception i i don't understand that but if that's true then that's off the table i'm not trading smart and the exception plus they'd have to throw in a pick plus like langford or one of the young guys that's not going to happen i wouldn't do that um but if smart can be kept i would look into it um, and then another guy who has been thrown around really only by Scal, who we know is all uh, is awesome and super reliable, uh, Nat. No offense, Scal, <laughs> but um, but he also on NBC Sports Boston has ca- continued to say that he would like Jeremy Grant. And I already touched on this a little bit, but I don't think he would work. He's just another wing that they really don't need. They need either a wing who can defend, which isn't Jeremy Grant or a defensive um, oriented center who can not only block shots, but stand his own against Joel Embiid. I think Boston should absolutely make a move for Andre Drummond. He actually fits their need of rebounding an interior defense, which is huge. He's a great offensive rebound, probably one of the best off, probably the best offensive rebounder in the NBA right now, which is something the Celtics direly need because they can't. Is because they they the amount of threes they take that controlling the offensive glass. And I said this ten minutes ago with Gonzaga controlling the offensive glass, and being able to shoot threes is a very big, very very powerful combination there. 
So I think Drummond absolutely is a necessity for the Boston Celtics. They can, if they have to, they don't, they shouldn't have to move smart, but if they have to move smart, I think they should because it'll all work out in the end. (laughs) See, I don't think so. Oh, you're crazy. We just had this conversation is if smart was here, the Celtics would not have been five and 10 in the last 15 games. I don't care. I think they need, they need Andre Drummond. They should do whatever they can to get him. We move that trade exception. I know. I know. Cleveland. It'd be a shame to move smart. They probably won't even need to. They might only be. Able, they might only have to give up. I still understand. I, why. I don't know who like, they. I don't know who they. I, I don't know why smart. But it might. It might. They could, yeah, they could probably really try and get somewhere. Somebody else. Um, to match I, money. I, I, I hear Cleveland's only asking for about a second round pick, first round pick for for Andre Drummond. Like they're not asking for a ton. So if just if they could if Boston could instead of giving away smart maybe give give away one of their bunch of first round picks and a second rounder plus that trade exception and then give if if they really need to throw in like I don't know one of those you know little guys or you know a guy that doesn't play much like uh, I don't I don't know if you guys know names better than I do. that's why I don't understand it why they can't so they can use get Drummond for they if, don't have to give away they might not have to give away either of them for Drummond. But they, would they really want to have a fourth center on that team? Oh. Yeah, but they only really have two. They only really have zero centers because the centers don't do anything for the Celtics. Okay, so does does Tristan Thompson with with Andre Drummond? So let's just say Andre Drummond is on the Celtics. Does Tristan Thompson bring any value to that team? No, he doesn't exactly. bring any value to the team right now either. Exactly, he's not a good player. He barely. He. I mean, he gets what eight rebounds a game. Yeah, but he's okay. so he so, he. But the offensive glass with what you, the number the off the defensive rebound those come that that happens. All all guys get defensive rebounds. You want you, you care about the offensive rebound numbers. Drummond provides many offensive re, a lot of second chance points. You're gonna get from Andre Drummond. He's really good. He's really good at you know getting in front on you know boxing out. He, I I know every time he every time I see the Cavs play, he's always there. With the inside position on the box out, everything he's he's just so good offensively on the offense, crashing the boards every time. I mean, that really <laughs> should have kept Ennis Cantor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Greg. This is the last guy I want. He, what's his how much longer does he have on his deal? Do you want to win years? now? No, this is last like, year. Actually, this is actually his this last, last year. year. No, what the frick? Absolutely not. This is well, last okay, so year. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Does if you're Boston, do you need to win? So you you uh, would you be fine with the Celtics? Throwing this year, throwing the towel in this year, getting You're not throwing the towel in this round, year, maybe can... winning and you know probably They're still the first four round. seed. They're not throwing in the towel. They can't win the finals. Does Andre have... Drummond they, make they them... can't win the finals. They can't rebound. I wouldn't say that's their biggest issue. I would say that's, that's why they lost last year. Biggest issue. That's they didn't lose last year because year. they couldn't rebound. They lost last year because they couldn't rebound. They couldn't defend inside. That's why Bam Adebayo went ape. Yeah. That's the I reason. Don't think Drummond solves that, though. I just don't. Drummond absolutely solves that, Brian. What are you no, talking he about? He doesn't because he does not figure out the Celtics what? play basketball. He doesn't. He'll ruin the offense. He. That's not how they play basketball. There's a reason why they. Who never cares? Had a you got to be able to defend first. Defense wins championships. That's why Tristan Thompson. He can still play defense. Ah. He can. Not against Embiid. Oh, He's not equipped play for that. Against Embiid. Come on, Brian. You're silly. Nobody can play defense against Embiid. I don't care. I'll live and die with Embiid scoring 45 points if you can lock up the rest of the team. You're That's silly. I always thought they should do it. You're silly. You can let Brian, the big guy go for 45. Right now. Brian, you're Andre Drummond doesn't solve any problem. going off the rails results. like a crazy train. Not one. Not one. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> he really doesn't. He doesn't. I think he's fine. I think he'd be fine. It's just I don't know how it will work. Brian, doesn't, I, Brian doesn't want Drummond. I mean, it's no, no Celtics. Logically, you get Drummond, but Brian doesn't want him. I don't know why. He just doesn't want Drummond. No, 
don't know. But like anybody uh, that could go up and get the ball after it has been shot and missed. Listen yeah, to, like Torian Prince your, said. Listen to your Celtics friends, Brian. They know it's good. I just okay, we he's can. Not, he's he's. I've always thought of this guy as the best bad bad basketball player in the league. He's just not that good. He's a good player, but he's bad. he's the best bad player in the league. Out of the bad categories, he's at the top of the list. Oh, okay. Resign Bill Russell. Well, we'll end it there. Uh, well, final thoughts? Anyone? Go Pats! Go Pats. Um, I don't know. I ain't got nothing. Andrew's tired. Yeah. Good night. And Brian, hashtag no I hate Andre, Andre Drummond. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys Thank for listening. Lose. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, 34 underscore. Luzovic is signed for another three years. And he basically does the same thing and can shoot. Yeah, but he, whatever. He's We're soft. done with it. We're he done with it. He gets one less offensive rebound a game. He gets three less overall rebounds a game. And he averages 24. And he has well, I don't, contract th- for why don't years? the Celtics He's just soft. trade for Embiid, LeBron, and Curry? Because Brian doesn't want them on the team. We'll just solve all of the problems. Brian doesn't yeah. want LeBron, LeBron beating Curry well. on the Celtics, so that means Boston can't trade for him because Brian doesn't want him. Yeah. That's how that works. I'm saying. Yeah, Brad has Brian, Brian on speed dial. Brian's got, Brian's got freaking <laughs> Danny Vucevic Ainge on, the floor. What, on What do you think? Do you not like Vucevic? No, I, I like him. He's just, he just He reminds me more of... I don't know who really he really reminds me of. He reminds me a lot of Jokic in terms of he can't really... He can't really, except he can't really pass a lot. It's just the de- interior defense that yeah. is killing also, me. You have to Nobody the magic can to guard agree to trade him. Like, it's not even about him. Beat like the Sixers, no matter what. Who freaking cares? Come on. I don't know. I don't you know. Guys, They're good this year. Celtics, They're a good team this year. Celtics also need uh, to make sh- you also also have to make sure that the Magic want to trade Vucevic in the first place. I don't understand why you can't they just wouldn't. say his name and then magically get him. He's on, on the team. list. He's on the list of guys who would be traded. Yeah, I wouldn't. Like, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't dislike Vucevic, it. I would be, be fine with no it. Time. Like, it yeah, I'd like be that. fine with Vucevic. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dislike it, but uh, I would like Drummond just a little bit more, just because of needs. But it doesn't also, matter. The, We're the finished. Cleveland's avid, avidly trying to get rid of him now. So. We're finished. We're finished. Thank you guys for listening. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Big Four Underscore Podcast. See you on Thursday. It's, it's pretty difficult to put into words how disgusted I am, how depressed I am.